Oh, did it work? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, perfect. There we go. Oh, man, I'm so happy you came on. Thank you. Hey, no, thank you, man. <sighs> so, how have how, how are you doing? How has your day been? Uh, not bad. I got off work a little bit early, so that was nice. And uh, just getting some stuff done and then hopped on here. So, can't complain. Same, same. Literally, uh, my boss let me go. Not too, too terribly early, but... Let us, let us go um, a little early. Got the kids on the bus, and um, yeah, I, I came straight home. It was a very stressful day. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the type of kids that I work with, just you know, they when you work with you know the severely special needs, they they have their they have their ups and downs. So, but yeah, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, but I mean, I really enjoy enjoy what i do as you can see from from my twitter i love telling you guys like you know the silly little things they say um you know the silly little things they do so it's very rewarding but um yeah i know you started the new job how that's going great yeah yeah uh, can you hear me i just switched over to my headset i just want to make sure it's working yeah yeah working good okay perfect uh yeah i started a new job in july and mm. um it's been going great. So, um, a lot, a lot of change, but it's, it's mm -hmm. good change. That's awesome. That's good. Um, so yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm really happy, really happy that you were able to come on today. And, um, you know, just like I said, in our messages, that's an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, good conversation about the big three, mm -hmm. talk about some games we've been playing and, um, yeah. And we just you know hop right in right on to it. All right, but, yeah. Um, okay, so I mean, name of the podcast, everybody knows. Um no, don't touch my games podcast. Um you already know my name is Deontay. Um but you can go ahead and let the audience, you know, tell them tell them about yourself, um, you know, anything that you want you want them to know. What's been yeah. up? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, I go by Methodical on Twitter, M-A-T-H-O-D-I-C-A-L. Uh, mm. um, real name is Matt. Uh, I've been gaming since uh, three years old, ever since I picked up uh, Mega Man on NES. Uh, I think it was Mega Man 2 was the first one I played. Ooh, um, one. My brothers had an NES, and uh, I got hooked on that, and... Mm. Um, I never stopped playing games since then. It's just been a, a huge part of my life, and um, I don't anticipate that changing anytime soon. So it's uh, yeah, here we are in 2021, and I'm still going. That's that's awesome. Um, so yeah, follow Twitter pal. Like he's super super cool person. Like I said, I'm glad when you know you were. Um, the one that responded because, uh, as you know, we we have a lot of people on on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I mean, we we we'll get into you know some of those slight conversations because I do have like you know a few questions that I did want to ask you. Um, so traditionally we start off with some um of the games that we've been playing with um that we've been playing, and. You know, you can tell us about you know a few things that you've been playing here and there. I know you switch a lot because I see your pictures on 
on Twitter. So, you know, three, four, however many you would like to, you know, tell us about, you know, your, give your opinion on those games, you know, what you like about them, maybe what you, what you don't like, all up to you. And um, I'll give you the floor. Yeah, um, you're right. I do switch a lot. Um, I, I've got all three consoles right now. So I'm in the Xbox ecosystem, uh, mm-hmm. PS5. I've got a Switch. Um, my Switch is probably my least used, uh, which is something I'm trying to change right now. Because mm-hmm. um, I do love the console a lot. I just haven't got as much use out of it uh, as I want to. Um, but lately, uh, I always kind of have one or two multiplayer games on the go. Um, so Overwatch has been a big one for me ever since mm-hmm. it came out. Um, and, and Call of Duty, as I'm sure you know, I'm big into Call of Duty. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Overwatch for me has been just that game that's always changing and always evolving. I know it's kind of slowed down a little bit now because I think they're working on Overwatch 2. So um mm-hmm. But the way that that game has changed and evolved over the years, it's still kept my interest since 2016. Uh, so I've always got those two kind of on the go. Um, I just picked up Deathloop, which I'm excited for. I've only gotten about 20 minutes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a super big fan of Prey, uh, which Arcane made. And I can already see the uh, kind of the, the Arcane fingerprints all over that. Got a very familiar feel. So really excited to get into that and uh i just finished ratchet and clank rift apart as well so uh probably my game of the year so far um it's between that and uh village which was also just uh phenomenal yes. I, I know you're a big resident evil guy so yes uh, I, know, I know we agree on that one for sure yes definitely definitely um i, I would definitely say so far RE Village is definitely my game of the year. Um, I, I'm i probably going to pick up Ratchet in the next like couple months. I've been really like putting it off because, you know, adulting. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I've been, um, I've been pretty much, uh, as you probably can see, I've been pretty much playing Demon Souls. Like, I'm really, I did not expect to like it as much as uh, I am. Like, I'm, I'm really, really digging it. Mm. Um, some of the... It's very, very different from Bloodborne, and it, I'm, like, really having trouble with Dark Souls. Like, I'm having trouble with Dark Souls 3. I, I just, for some strange reason, it, it clicked one one minute, and then I run into something else, and I'm like, I can't do this. But... <laughs> But with Demon Souls, I um like instantly I've been like really getting into it. It's a very, very it's probably the best looking game I've seen. And I mean I haven't played uh Ratchet and Clank yet, but so far, this is next gen. And um so yeah, with that and uh, I have been yeah. Oh, so I was gonna say I totally get what you're saying about mm-hmm. uh Bloodborne and Dark Souls because uh I'm sure you know I love Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't get as much into the the Dark Souls series as I did in, into Bloodborne. I don't know what it is. It just Bloodborne clicked with me. Um, mm-hmm. And Dark Souls, like I respect it and I love it uh, as from the outside, but I've never been quite as good at it as I am with uh, 
with Bloodborne, so I do need mm. to get Demon Souls as well. I haven't tried that one since like way back in the PS3 days. Yeah, it's um, I, I it's just the Bloodborne is so. I'm usually a pretty aggressive like play style. I really like playing aggressive, and um, I've actually talked about you on the show before. Where I told you when um you gave that advice on Twitter, saying um you know look at the enemies as your prey. And right. once once I got that once I got that concept, it all just clicked and I literally rode that ride all the way to the platinum. It's it's oh, nice. one of my favorite games of all time now. Um it's I literally consider that game a masterpiece. With Demon Souls, I would definitely say it is um it's definitely more slower paced than uh than Bloodborne, like all the uh, the Souls games, really. Um, but I would say it's it's a lot more. It's a lot easier to. I don't know how to. I don't really don't know how to explain. It. I guess so. I started out with the Night Class in um in Dark Souls Three. I'm thinking the next time I play it, I'm going to have to play another class because I also started with the night class in Demon Souls and it didn't click. And I came back and I uh, kind of did like a little bit more research and I started out as a temple knight. And the of course, the, the starter weapon is like a little different. It's a little longer. And it was kind of easier to grasp uh, like that. My play style towards that, I was able to be a tad bit uh, more aggressive and once you take off like all that armor and you can actually roll game changer so um i definitely i definitely suggest like demon souls is um it's a little bit more uh it's a little bit a lot easier to kind of grasp than dark souls especially dark souls 3 i don't a lot of people say dark souls 3 is the easiest out of the dark souls series but I don't. It kicked my ass, so I don't know. <laughs> I had a hard time with it. So <laughs> I've only gotten past the first boss, and I'm still in like in the the um the same area, the same like first area. I just yeah, the the mimic um the mim I ran into a few hey, mimics. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I ran into like a few mimics and. Yeah, it definitely definitely kick kick my ass. Finishing up Demon Souls, um I've also been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla and uh, um I I've had quite a struggle getting into this, um but it's starting to click now. I'm starting to get it. Um I do think the exploration is a little it's just I'm I the reason why I think I'm so low I was I started out so low on the game is because I really um I really love Odyssey and I was expecting at least a little bit of Odyssey and it definitely does have it but is I just feel like Odyssey did like you no know, that mythology uh they did they did Greek mythology a lot um I think they just handled the source material a lot better than right. the Valhalla team did. Yeah. And um it's I'm still wondering why everything, all the treasures and everything are underground, everything is locked behind <laughs> a door. It just it feels like one big inconvenience sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, I love love the Asgard section. I guess it's really beautiful. I'm really really starting to starting to like it. So uh, I'm only thirty hours in, and people I've heard people tell me they've been playing this game for literally 200 hours and still not at the end. Yeah. It feels <laughs> weird to say only 30, right? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, it's crazy how huge this, well, they say it's not, the map actually isn't that big. It's just, apparently the storyline is just super long. Yeah. It, it's like, I'm, I'm not big into getting all the collectibles and all the points on the map and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, even on my first playthrough, um, I ended up starting over. Excuse me. But my first run, uh, not even going after everything, I hit like 55, 60 hours. And uh, I ended up checking online to see where I was in the story. And I was about halfway. And I was just like, holy crap. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Yeah, and I and I'm with you. Like Odyssey to me is is gotta be my favorite Assassin's Creed game at this point. And the thing for me with Valhalla that I didn't like as much, um, I didn't like how the armor sets, like it was cool that you could upgrade them, Mm -hmm. but the armor sets aren't as varied. Like they're kind of all just like wool and leather and they kind of all have the same feel to them other than a few exceptions Mm -hmm. and you don't find that much armor and weaponry out in the world whereas in odyssey like i felt like i was getting new gear constantly yes so it's that upgrade that feeling of like hey i'm gonna go to this mission because i'm gonna get more armor and more swords and like whereas with uh valhalla i find myself using the same stuff throughout the game and just upgrading it upgrading it so it wasn't Mm -hmm. as addictive um they didn't have that loot cycle yeah definitely agree definitely definitely agree and that's pretty much it for me that's all i put in i've just been switching between between those i mean i've been playing a little bit of Animal Crossing here and there i just never i never really talk about it on twitter (laughs) um yeah, I've been playing, picking back up Animal Crossing, and I I literally, I started it back like a few days ago, and I didn't know, um, I knew it was like real time stuff, but yeah. I didn't know they, <laughs> I started talking to like a few characters, and they were like, oh, we haven't heard from you in like a year and four months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my mind was blown a couple days ago at yeah. that. <laughs> But I then you want to know how long it's been since I touched mine. Oh, oh my god! I it's I literally I I wish I could be as creative as what I see like online. Um, people have crazy towns and everything, and I just I I just want to collect all the the insects. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. I definitely like update the audience on that. Um, probably in my blog or mm-hmm. yeah. So, but we'll start. We're pretty much going ahead and just get into the big three, and uh, right. um, we can just start with Nintendo. And so, what what about uh, this generation? Pretty much, 
know you what are some things you like about Nintendo? What are some things that you wish they would do better? You know, talk to, how are you how are you feeling on on Nintendo at this point? Yeah, the Switch was actually it's the first time I have bought a Nintendo console in a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo was like like with anybody nintendo was my childhood and and i have very uh strong nostalgia for their franchises and and their games mm-hmm. um but as i got older i definitely gravitated more towards playstation uh more towards xbox and i think the last nintendo console i had prior to the switch was the gamecube mm-hmm. and i loved the gamecube the wii didn't do anything for me. I'm not a fan of motion controls at all. Um, so I skipped that whole generation. I mean, we can, we all know what happened with the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a terrible a, name. Terrible, yeah. Terrible name. Just a, <laughs> a rare misstep for them. Uh, and then I got the switch and I, I think they're knocking it out of the park. We, we saw Metroid is coming back, which people are very excited about. Uh, we've got another Breath of the Wild coming. Uh, we've got great Mario games. They're still giving us the Mario sports games. They're still supporting the indies. Um, I, I think they're killing it. For me, I just I just need to get uh, over the hurdle of the price with some of their games. If I were to say something that I'm not a big fan of, especially here in Canada, their games do not go on sale. Um so I'm always looking at eighty dollars for a, for a Nintendo game. Mm. Uh, so I can't really pick up those games along the way that I missed for thirty forty bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking at full retail price, and um, I think that's just been a bit of an obstacle when I'm also picking up PS5 games to go back and buy a game that's maybe two years old and it's still full price. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I definitely want to start building up my collection again because it's pretty flimsy at the moment. Mm. I definitely agree. I um, myself, I, I mean, I did. Uh, I did have a Wii. I did. Uh, honestly, I my my Wii was literally a Smash Bros. A Smash Brothers console. Yeah. Um, um. My I did have a Wii U, and um, that's probably the biggest waste of money I've ever like I, <laughs> I can't believe and I remember um when they first like announced like um announced the Wii U and I was um hopefully my wife don't kill me I was talking to someone that a girl at the time and <laughs> She um she literally texted me and told me she was like oh yeah I want that uh I want that new Wii controller and I was like um I think you're kind of mistaken that's not it's a whole console it's not just the controller <laughs> I just think it was such a misfire by Nintendo and like you said it's it's really rare that they you know it's I've been into um in the Walmart um. I'm not sure if you guys have Walmart in Canada. Well, yep. Yeah, you do have Walmart Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've been inside of a Walmart and I hear a lady. Um, she's asking for uh, Just Dance for her kids, and it's on the Wii U. And she asks, "Oh, can I play? Can my kids play that on her uh, on their Wii?" 
And literally, Selja showed she did not know what to tell her. Yeah. And I, it's just that type of confusion when it's really, and literally, Nintendo is, um, I mean, usually the most simple. You usually can just, you want, a game, you want a GameCube game, you go and just buy it. Oh, oh I can use GameCube uh, games with my Wii. Just go in and, and just do it. I mean, they're usually the most simple, and I think they, they just created a huge train wreck with the Wii U. Um, but with the switch, uh, for me, I, I, I want it to be my, uh, my RPG machine. Mm -hmm. And I, just like you said, it's not working out that way because I want to buy, I actually want to buy, um, the Witcher 3 on it. Right. And it's literally fifty nine nine nine, and I'm just I'm having a hard time justifying buying The Witcher three on Switch when I can literally go buy it on PlayStation for like fifteen twenty dollars. Oh, and yeah. even less probably. Sometimes. Yeah, even less. I've seen it. I've seen it as low as eleven ninety nine digitally. Yeah, and it's I'm really I understand that Nintendo like their games. Um, Usually don't same here. Just like in, um, I'm pretty sure in other parts of the world also is they don't their games pretty much are staying the same price. Mm -hmm. uh, looking at um, I was looking at Pokemon uh, Moon, and those games are literally still still forty dollars. And Pokemon Moon came out I I forgot what year. Like it was no no one really touches their 3ds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's. <laughs> It's insane that those games are still like you can they're readily available everywhere, but they're still forty dollars. Yeah, so, that's the thing. They're always in stock. Like I'll go into a store and they've got, you know, ten copies of these games. So it's not like they're after a certain point, it's not like they're flying off the shelf, but they're still full price. Um, you know, unless it's Mario Kart, which people are mm -hmm. just still buying constantly. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it works for them. Um, but like you're saying, it just makes it hard to pull the trigger, right? Especially when you can get that same game on another console for uh, a fifth of the price. Yeah. And I mean, I, I love the way Nintendo is, I mean, like you said, it's, they're very heavily, heavily nostalgic. And I mean, it's really wild that I can play um Mario 64 and you all know everyone knows my love for uh Mario Sunshine. I can yeah. play that on my Switch and actually a lot of people complain about it, complain about them re-releasing these games and everything, but they sell so well. Yeah. Uh, obviously it's working for them. Um so I like I said I really love that they re-release certain things cuz I the only Zelda game I really played is Breath of the Wild and um, Breath of the Wild, and um, it's one that's dealing with time, and it's on the 3ds. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know many of the 3ds. Uh, take my it's it was, it was remade for the 3ds, but it was original on Nintendo oh, okay. 60, originally real on Nintendo 64, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay, um. It's not a link to the past. It's not. Um, you know what? It's when you check, check the GG app. I love this app so much. 
it's it being able to just readily like go and look at um things that you have um in the collection or you know the list that you make i guess mm. it comes in it really does come in handy 3ds yeah. it is uh, ocarina of time okay yeah yes so i i mean i didn't beat it but I really enjoyed playing it when it came out at the time, but the fact that I can, you know, go pick up, um, well, I mean, there's been like three or four re-releases of Zelda games on the Switch. I, I appreciate that because Breath of the Wild actually made me want to go back and play some of the some of the other games. So I see yeah. what they're doing, and like you said, it works. So it does. Like I always see, uh, um, you know, especially if you go in the comments of anything Nintendo. It's always um, Nintendo's making bad decisions, and they're such a bad company, and they're doing this. But like, man, it's it's working. They're always number one. Like, if you look at hardware sales, they're just mm -hmm. they're you, you know for a while you couldn't even get a Switch. It was just so crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so clearly, there's a people are willing to pay that premium for their products. So you, you can't really blame them in the end, right? So what are what are your opinions on this this OLED um this OLED model that they have coming? Did you want a more um you know superior Switch Pro? I, I'm so glad they didn't call it that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a lazy name. It is lazy, just like the Wii U is very lazy. So I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> call it. So what was what is your um no what is your opinion on that? It's nice. Um, you know the FOMO hits me like it hits anyone else. I see something new and I'm like, Oh man, I want it. Cause everyone else is going to have it. Um, and my brother actually pre-ordered it because he didn't have a switch. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's its purpose to me is if someone hasn't bought in already, um, this might be the thing that's going to say, okay, I'm going to get in on this now because, and that's what happened with him. He didn't have a switch. He saw this new one. He finally decided to make the jump. Um, as someone who already has a switch, I can't really justify the, the jump because the hardware is largely the same. I know the screen's better, but do I see enough that makes me say, okay, I have to go trade mine in and get this new one. Not really. Um, but I, I think it's just like, it's more of a refresh than like a full on upgrade, which mm -hmm. is fine. I think it's still going to sell like crazy. So, yeah. um, they don't need to be worried about that. Definitely agree. Um, I, cause I'm thinking of, um, maybe getting my wife one. She, she's not like a hardcore gamer or anything, but she doesn't really, you know, she usually likes to have her like her own things. Yeah. So I'm thinking of like maybe getting her one. She loves she loves Mario Kart and stuff like that. Just to, you know, give her something to do, breaks at work and things like that. Um Yeah. And I definitely think it'll be good for like you said, good for people who don't have one. Switch was selling like hot cakes last year. Yeah. And <laughs> so like it's like I said, it's not really a, readily available. Um, so that is, it's, it's going to be a good, it's so much coming out <laughs> at the end of the year and, and at the beginning of 20, uh, 2022, it's, it's really crazy. Well, just one more thing to say about the switch, like mm -hmm. the, the, the pandemic 
created a bunch of new gamers. Yes. Um, because people were at home, they're not going out as much. Um, I, my last job, I was working with uh, mostly women who were over fifty. Mm-hmm. They're going out and buying switches. <laughs> because, wow. You know, they don't know anything about video games, but it had Animal Crossing mm-hmm. that came out at the perfect time. So the these women were bringing in their Nintendo Switch going, hey, can you show me how to set this up? Like, what, what kind of game should I buy? And it was mm-hmm. so weird. Um, and I think that's always going to be something that's just in Nintendo's favor. People... Mm-hmm. Who aren't super into video games they know that name um and so i think they're just this refresh is coming at a great time for them you're gonna get Mm -hmm. a lot more people who are just gonna make that jump and it it was cool i loved setting it up for them and explaining it to them and seeing Mm -hmm. people pick up the hobby that wouldn't have before so Mm -hmm. that was definitely cool yeah definitely definitely because it's um i'm gonna say um the one thing I have seen is a lot of uh, um, you know the older generation. They um, like you said, they know that name Nintendo, mm-hmm. and they will literally call anything a Nintendo, <laughs> PlayStation, a Nintendo, Xbox. Oh, that look at that Nintendo! Like it's just anything. So they, <laughs> so that red that logo like is like you said, it's nostalgic. Everyone knows what it is. So yeah, Nintendo definitely like has that in in their favor i'm not um too keen on i I knew twitter was going to come up in this in this conversation i remember um someone on twitter said that um nintendo are like no they said playstation were the godfathers of gaming and I was like, no way. I mean, like, you just, you literally, like, skipped the Atari. You literally skipped yeah. Nintendo. Like, we right. we we wouldn't have, um, we wouldn't have PlayStation if it wasn't for Nintendo. Like, the, Nintendo's so important to the industry. And that's why I was, I was pretty upset when people were saying, like, oh, Nintendo should, um, Nintendo's going bankrupt and well, during the Wii U era. They were like Nintendo's yeah. going bankrupt. They shouldn't be in. They shouldn't be in the console industry. They should just be a publisher or anything like that. I'm like, no, the gaming, the gaming industry is better with Nintendo. Like they, Absolutely. we wouldn't have the consoles we have without them. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Nintendo and Sony actually almost collaborated on that first PlayStation, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if you read about yeah. that. So, yeah. They, yeah. They, to, they, to stay PlayStation is responsible for for a lot of that stuff is, is pretty crazy. Nintendo was definitely at the forefront of because mm-hmm. the story is that PlayStation the PlayStation was pretty unhappy with um they felt like the I'm not sure which I'm not sure which console it is but they felt like they would they felt that they felt like the audio could be better. I'm not sure I guess I'm not sure which console it is. Forgive yeah. me. But um, they feel like the audio could be better, so they start working on the the disc and everything for to you know to make the audio better. It was like a, a disc that was supposed to go on the console, mm-hmm. and at the last minute, um, Nintendo uh, backed out of the deal, and they decided to collaborate with Philips. Oh, okay. Yeah, they decided to collaborate with Philips, and. 
Yeah, uh, PlayStation, the higher-ups apparently were really upset, like, saying, you know, Nintendo's going to abandon them at this, you know, because they, they already had made the machine. The machine was right. ready and everything, and they um, they gave, they gave uh, basically Sony gave the green light for them to make the PlayStation. It was actually a lawsuit and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they, it was, for Nintendo, it was supposed to be, PlayStation. Um, I'm not sure. It's, it was either one word or I, I forgot like how it is now. It, mm-hmm. They say PlayStation like it's two words. I, I think it was two words. And after the lawsuit, they made it one word called PlayStation, right. and that's how we got the PS One. And it's just crazy how if Nintendo would have never done that, we probably wouldn't have the things that we have now. They'd be dominating the whole industry, man. If exactly. That hadn't gone down. So yeah, that no, that's fascinating. It, uh, <laughs> here we are on the fifth one. Yeah, we could uh, literally probably be paying for paying a hundred and ten dollars for games if Nintendo controlled it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so we can move on to Xbox. Um, and you know, I'm gonna definitely defer to you on on this because you. You have the Xbox Series X, or the S, right? Or which I've one? I've got the S, yeah. Okay. So um, definitely defer to you, and you know, what's your experience with it so far? How you liking it? What's, what things you wish they can do better? So the floor is yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, for some reason, I feel like I've got a, a reputation as being a Sony guy. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. Sony is my preferred platform at this point that definitely mm-hmm. started with the ps4 and it's just uh, continued um but i've i've bought every xbox that's been that's ever been made i've i've always been an xbox guy too even if it's not been quite my main console um with the series s uh, I'm, I'm very happy with it i i got it after the ps5 um and I, I, so far, my only problem with it, and I can't blame them for it because I knew it when I bought it. It doesn't have a disk drive. I know mm. you're a physical media guy, so mm. am I. Um, but I knew that going in, so I can't blame them for that. It is an all-digital console. Um, but honestly, it's the size of it is incredible. It's so tiny. It's sleek. Um, it It's fast. It's, it's just a great console. And uh, Game Pass is great. I know Game Pass is like this contentious <laughs> topic <laughs> for some reason. Like you can't mm-hmm. say Game Pass without fifty people coming in and fighting in your mentions. But um, I, I do subscribe to Game Pass and I use it pretty much every day. So um, I'm I'm very happy with the purchase and it does have a great library. It's been great to go back and play all the Halo games, play Gears again. Um, and try things that I wouldn't normally try. I, I, I played Hades. Um, uh, what else? I played, I played Ori, uh, Forza. Like these are things that if I, I'll be honest with you, if I had to go into a store and buy them, they probably would get swept to the wayside because I just wouldn't have the time mm-hmm. or the money. And being like, you know what? Oh, this popped up on Game Pass. I'm going to give it a download. Has been really cool for me. Uh, to expand my tastes and play things that I wouldn't have played. So I really have to give Microsoft uh, props on that. It's just 
really broadened up my my tastes a little bit. Um, so what do you say f- um, when people say that you know Game Pass is they because a lot of people on Twitter say that Game Pass has a lot of just fodder. You like they they try to associate with you know Sony with the bigger budgets and they say Game Pass um, is basically like it's a lot there, but the quality isn't there. So what do you say to those people that? That's that's a great question. Um, I personally don't feel that. Like when I when I got my Xbox hooked up, I hadn't been on Game Pass since I originally had my Xbox One. Um, mm. So I I was impressed. Like I went through the library and I saw a dozen things right away that I was like, hey, I, I want to check these things out. Um, there are some things on there where I, I look at it and I go, okay, I'm never touching that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just the inevitability of when you've got a hundred things, there's going to be some that are higher quality than others. That's just unavoidable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't buy into the argument, at least not yet, that it lowers like game quality. Um, Cause look at, uh, Psychonauts 2 just came out the review quality sorry the reviews are, are through the roof so mm. I don't buy into the idea that uh, Game Pass is going to lessen the quality of games um, yeah I don't think there's any fodder in there I just think there's stuff that they're, they're trying to reach a broad audience with it mm. so it's got to have a mix of the big blockbusters like the Gears 5 and and it's got to have some other things you might not have heard of. It's just got to have that variety to, to bring people in, right? And then mm. going forward, I think, is what excites me most about Game Pass. Because I part of the reason I got an Xbox when I did, Halo's going to go there day one. Um, Elder Scrolls, future Fallout games, future Doom games. Once those start coming out, we're really going to see an increase in, in the quality of titles. So I think we haven't really seen that full potential yet for game pass. Um, Cause let's be honest, Microsoft's output of first party games has been pretty, pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when you look down the road, uh, we're going to see a lot of really big quality, uh, high quality releases coming out on, on that service. So it's hard to, it's hard to say no. Okay, that sounds really good because I'm one of those people that are kind of on the fence because I really want an, I mean, I, I do want an S. Um, I just feel like there's, there's honestly no reason for me to get an Xbox Series X. Um, yeah. But I do want an, an S, and although it is digital, um, I would subscribe to Game Pass just to, like, you know, try those games out that I really, because, I, I mean... I've never played Skyrim. <laughs> I've never, yeah. um, I've never played uh, like the Ori games that you said. I've never, um, and I'm definitely not spending eighty dollars to to get them on Switch. Like it's, yeah. so it's just it's like it's very very appealing. Um, it's just my what's really really holding me back from 
a lot of things is I really want Microsoft to I really want them to give a more single player like output. Yeah. And because I'm not, I mean, I enjoy the occasional like, you know, call I don't play Warzone, but I enjoy the occasional like Call of Duty or um you know, I play zombies with, with friends or something like that mm-hmm. or whatever. Um I enjoy um I enjoy the occasional like online like match, but I'm not like too into it. Like I was yeah. I was literally surprised I played um I played the Last of Us, uh, the Last of Us multiplayer for like fifty hours. I mean, I wanted oh, the platinum. Yeah, I, I wanted the platinum, but I was, I was like, wow, like I really put this time into, you know. So it's just, it's not that big for me. And yeah. in doing the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, it seems like we were, we, we were getting that. Absolutely, we we were getting that. And then when the Xbox One came and I was just, you know, I really didn't really like Don Matrick. I didn't, I, not that I didn't like the guy, because I don't really know him. But it was just the the way the the vibe that he was going with with X for Xbox was, I mean, gaming is not really priority. And yeah, they sold that box. Uh, they they did it a huge disservice the minute they announced it. And uh, I get what you're saying about Don. Again, I don't know the guy. He just didn't have that energy. Um, mm. For some reason, people just weren't drawn to that guy. And then mm. you've got that disastrous reveal with the Connect and the DRM and the used mm. games not being... Uh, you know, they're trying to get rid of used games. Like, it was just everyone had a bad taste in their mouth with this mm. one. So. And like the, the cancellation of a lot of the games that I was excited about. Um, yeah. I I really it, it just it really did leave like you know a bad taste in my mouth and one of my other thought processes was I mean a lot of the the single player um, games were also coming out on PlayStation yeah so I was like I can save so much money by just sticking with PlayStation and you know a Switch and go from there so that was my thought process during the PS4. Um, the PS4 era, Absolutely. and I just, I really, I'm really hoping that. Uh, I mean, Phil is doing. I think Phil is doing an amazing job with Xbox. Yeah. I mean, the guy is like super likable. He mm-hmm. he comes like he he gives like the Xbox fans like a reason to be excited, and um, you know, I mean, it's still like a a little um. He made some a lot of promises that he hasn't delivered on just yet, but yeah. like you said, it it's just they need to come, and once they come, I feel like it'll be, I'll be definitely good to go. Yeah, I think we're gonna see the. I think the best stuff from Xbox is still yet to come. Uh, I I think when they acquired all those studios and Bethesda, mm-hmm. uh, which means they also acquired Arcane and ID. Um, they've got amazing studios under their belt. They just got to start putting out games at a good rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at Sony every few months, they drop, you know, as they say, a banger, right? They drop mm-hmm. a banger after banger. Um, and Insomniac alone feels like they're outpacing everybody. <laughs> we, would get, we would definitely game. get into that. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
for Game Pass, I'm looking at my Game Pass library right now. It's got great stuff in here. So I think you add that to the future releases, it's going to be a very, very solid platform. And if you're thinking about getting an S, you look at it as a Game Pass box, honestly. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I definitely think. And for the price, oh my God. I mean... It's dirt cheap. <laughs> super cheap. And I'm... I, I was a little hesitant. Like, I... When I first saw it, because that's the the first next gen like thing we saw with, you know, that was the first. No, that wasn't the first box we saw. Um, we first saw the Xbox Series X, then we saw the S, and yeah. we got the price point for the S, and I was like three hundred dollars, uh, well U.S. dollars, and yeah. I was like, you know, wow, like this is, this is something that I mean, that. Of course, the PS4 was a hundred dollars cheaper than um, than the Xbox. Uh, the Xbox One. Um, yeah. Let me see. The, I'm not sure if you remember when uh, the famous um, another famous thing about uh, PS1 when it first was like revealed. If I'm not mistaken, I. If I'm not mistaken, I forget which one was out, but I think that it was the Saturn, if I'm not mistaken. It was a Sega console, but it was like $400. And um, if I'm, the Nintendo console at the time was, I think, three. And when they announced, yeah. like, the regular, when they announced the PS1, this famous thing was they just came on stage and it was like $199 and walked off. <laughs> and, yeah. and, like, you can about being a hundred dollars cheaper than your competitors that's like really appealing so do you think like they i mean i don't know if they're losing money on this box or anything but do you because it's and it also seems like the majority of people want an xbox series x but do you see this thing like being like a mainstay this this series s do you see it you know standing the test of time or is this something that they just want to discount in the next uh discontinue in the next couple years what do you think that's that's a great question it's it's definitely the easiest one to get um so i don't know if that's good or bad i don't know if they're just producing a ton of them um you can walk into a store right now and buy one which you can't say about any of the other consoles right um mm -hmm. and that, that's how i picked mine up i walked into gamestop Hey, you got an Xbox? Yeah, I got a Series S. Oh, cool. Like, it, there was no, I didn't have to wait, I didn't have to pre-order, didn't have to jump through hoops. Um, so I think that will help in a way. Um, but I, I'd have to look at the numbers because I don't know if it's so available because they're not selling or if they're just producing more of these things. But I think the price point is really hard to beat. Um, here they're three seventy nine. dollars mm -hmm. um, when you see that three, mentally that's a that's a green light. You're going okay, three hundred ish bucks. Okay, I can make that happen. Um, here, a PS Five is six twenty nine. So you're going from a three to a six. Yeah, <laughs> mentally that's a big leap. People are going to go, oh, it's three hundred bucks more. Uh, so I hope that they keep this going regardless. I I hope that Xbox continues with the series idea and has 
different entry points. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not a hardcore gamer and you don't need the Series X, you don't need all that memory, you don't care about discs, it's great to have that option for people who maybe they're not going to play anything that's going to take advantage of the Series X. So mm. it, I think it's a great idea to have those multiple entry points for for people to get into their ecosystem, which is what they want at the end of the day, right? They want that Game Pass subscription. So, mm-hmm. um, I, and I think it'll definitely push people that way. That was an awesome conversation about the Xbox. That I definitely agree with uh, a lot of your points. Um, but we can, this is probably what majority of people probably, I usually do this podcast with my cousin. Mm-hmm. And he's, He's also a PlayStation guy, um, well, more so. And I'm kind of, I'm pretty sure majority of the people that listen to us are PlayStation. <laughs> well, I have a yeah. few, um, I have a few friends on my Instagram where I, I mainly promote the show. I mainly promote it on Instagram. I just, I, I try not to put it into the endless loop of Twitter. Yeah. Um, you know, people people come across it that you know great, but um. I mainly promote like you know on Instagram, and a lot of people don't mind um, messaging me saying you know F X, I mean F PlayStation yeah. and everything. I mean they're they're friends, but I mean they just you know they prefer yeah. Xbox, and you know that's okay. Sometimes it's like I said, sometimes the banter is fun. Yeah, um, you know a lot of people take it too serious, but yeah, we can hop into you know talk about PlayStation. Um, so. You had you've had it since launch, right? You've had the PS5 since launch, right? Yep. Yep. Um, very lucky. I, I I had it also, but of course, this this is the time where I had to. You know, me and my wife were just moving into. They right. literally yeah, they dro- yeah. they dropped the they literally dropped the pre-orders at probably the worst time for me. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I mean, yes, I was able to get one, and then soon as like me and my wife were like moving into our apartment, unexpected expense, and yeah. I was like, oh, I just wait. So, um, so tell me what what do you think about that that pre order debacle? What, what are your opinions on that? Even though you got one, <laughs> um, yeah, I got I got really lucky. Um, it, it was hard for me to be upset about it. I admit. This is very self-centered, but I'm human. I got one. So I was kind of removed from a lot of the drama uh, mm-hmm. and the frustration. Uh, I definitely, uh, shout out to Mega Matt. He messaged me on uh, direct message and he said that because he's, he's, uh, he lives close to me actually. So he said, dude, Best Buy's got him up. And I'm, I'm going, what? And he goes, yeah, Best Buy's got him up. And I, so I freak out, I'm going to Best Buy. This is right after the event. Mm-hmm. Um, and lo and behold, right on Best Buy's website, PS5. So I actually just quickly punched in my credit card. Boom, it was done. It was so painless. And mm-hmm. then from that moment on, it was just chaos. Um, so I kind of got in and out right before the, the crap hit the fan, right? And yeah. um I think I understand why people are frustrated and I get why it's a, you know, you see comments all the time that people are getting into the cart, they got it. And then boom, it's just gone. It doesn't load. 
it's a frustrating system and mm -hmm. i think the big issue is that they just weren't giving them to the stores to sell retail mm -hmm. online only creates this environment that just favors bots and and scalpers and um, so i definitely get it you can't just go line up at the store or wait at the store and pick one up right you got to deal with this online environment so i definitely understand the frustration i'm, I'm grateful i didn't have to live it yeah, it's um I it was definitely horrific um at first. Uh but that yeah, that first pre order like you know batch um bots were ridiculous. I I mean I feel like as time has went on, Sony and um and like the, the big retailers have really honestly done an amazing job at you know combating the bots yeah. and um i'm i'm there's been a few instances on twitter where i you know i've been wario 64 uh he comes up a lot on this podcast um there's been a few instances where I, um i'm helping people in the, uh in the comments just saying like oh it, it, it's sold out now but just stay on for like 10 to 15 more minutes it's gonna light back up just just yeah. wait and a lot of people are just really impatient and I'm like I'm just always giving that advice of you know chill, relax, and because that's how I did it. I when I was finally ready to get one, um, I literally just waited on Wario, and yeah. once he finally tweeted, he tweeted out a first like that the PS uh, direct one, and. I was like, oh man, I'm go ahead and hop in this one, and I didn't get in. It had sold out. I got in, but it didn't. It had sold out before I could. Yeah. And so I researched. I kind of like looked at some more people. Um, looked at some more people. I looked at Jay Randall on on Twitter, and he also like he does like uh you know trying to pick up a PS5 and Xbox Series X on on YouTube. He does like streams yeah. of and. Um, so I was watching like some of his, and that's where I got like most of my my tips from is from Jake Randall. I mean, the guys like he's been doing like a really good job with helping people get it, and so finally I got the tip of open up multiple, um, do it on different devices, not on the same device. So finally, when Wario tweeted out that PS uh, direct. Uh, PSQ again. I had my iPad in one on one in one area. <laughs> I had my phone in another area, and I was on uh, my MacBook. And one of them, lo and behold, one of them actually let me, and I was able to get one. Um, I just I really feel like people now are really being just. It's like I said, it's really amplified and dramatic because yeah, it's it's really easy to get. The only difference is. Sony isn't able to keep up with uh, with demand because there's a chip shortage for literally everything, mm -hmm. and it's I don't know why that's a hard concept for people to understand. Like there's literally car car lots with cars waiting on chips. Yeah, the Xbox Series X like they can't make enough of them because they're waiting on chips, and I'm literally surprised that Sony even came out and said they're they're talking about selling 14 million consoles. They they feel like they have enough chips to be able to sell that many consoles. And I'm 
like I said, I'm just, I just don't understand why it's a hard concept for people to not understand. Like, we're in a pandemic. Uh, yeah. Yes, the bots were at the beginning, but if you just be a little patient, you can, you can get one. They're, they're literally dropping, uh, dropping um, links every other day. It seems every other weekend. It seems like. Yeah, but. and and the thing with the chips, like I, um, I saw some comments where people were saying uh, it should have been delayed, and they should have pushed these consoles back. This was a big topic for a while. Should they have been pushed back? And it, the main thing that people seemed to say was, "Yeah, it should have been pushed back because I can't get one." Mm-hmm. And it's like that's not gonna change. That's not going to get better. They're talking like 2023 right. before this gets any better. So what would pushing it back to 2021 have done? Nothing. It would have just been the same thing, but it was pushed back by a year. So that's just, unfortunately, the world we live in right now. These things mm. are hard to get and they're hard to produce. And we're, it's just a, a byproduct of that, unfortunately. Right, right. Well, it's no, we we both have it. So, what um, what has been your experience? Um, you know, we just got a huge update. Um, you know, from launch till now, like, what have you pretty much experienced with your PS Five? Uh, I I love it. It's been. This is the first time I've been able to get in on a launch on a new console. I've always had to wait a couple months or, or even maybe longer. Uh, mm-hmm. So getting in on PS5 on day one, coming from PS4, the changes were, were noticeable. I've seen a lot of people say, oh, they don't seem that different. No, trust me, it is. If you If I go back and boot up my PS4... Uh, it's night and day. That thing is so slow. It's a huge difference. It's huge. crazy. And I didn't think it was that noticeable until I really went back. Because um, I have my PS4 set up in my bedroom. I just use it as, you know, for playing Blu-rays and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I tried to play a game on it one time. I was like, this takes forever. <laughs> it's so slow. And for me, the thing that I love the most is obviously the speed but it's just everything feels so fine-tuned so i love sharing screenshots and videos Mm -hmm. it's so easy to take a video take a shot edit it upload it boom you're just done within seconds i can do it mid-game you know a lot of my call of duty clips when i was putting those up i was doing that in game like i would do something cool in the game record it upload it and then go and shoot another guy. You know, I wasn't having to wait and back out of the game. It's that fast. Um, The dual sense, I think we always hear about the dual sense, right? But it's true. It's such a great controller. Um, Coming from the the DualShock 4 to this thing has just, it's been eye opening. Mm. And I think that's an area people really need to catch up now to Sony is that controller. I definitely agree. It is. It's definitely. It's definitely night and day. I, and this is coming from someone who like I. I use well. My PS3 is like my Blu-ray player, but um, I couldn't. I cannot imagine playing games on that thing. 
Um, the, the, P, the PS4, uh, the, like I said, is this the same thing? Like I, I literally un, I unplugged my PS4 Pro. Like there's really no reason for me to have it other than like you know I, I still have it like displayed like in our like our living room, yeah, or whatever. Um, but there's literally no reason for me to to have that thing plugged up. Um, and like I said, I I literally cut on the PS3 to uh the to watch some some Blu-rays or whatever, but I was going to show my wife um, The Walking Dead, and it's it, the first season is literally downloaded on the PS3, okay. but it takes ages yeah. for it to and and even like I said before uh, before I unplugged the PS4, um, I was actually like because I have the hollow on. I have the PS4 disc, but I upgraded it on on the PS5. But I was going to continue playing it on the PS4, and going back, it sucks. Like I just, <laughs> and uh, you know, just just trying to to tell people like it's it's definitely worth it. It's definitely um, it's it just works like a, a charm, which is crazy to think about because before we got the PS5, the PS4 was so good. Oh, absolutely. The, the cross media bars is, is it's just the everything about like the PS4 because I actually had it at launch. I um I was able to get the PS4 at launch. And I, I remember I remember the night uh, that was like my final time going to GameStop, um, and it was like a huge line, like because yeah. um, the GameStop was um at like a little strip uh strip mall. And the line was literally like all the way down to like other stores, wow. and yeah. So I is the the night going to get bringing it home. My first game was uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, oh, and nice. and it was just it it worked like a charm. And you know, I get this I get this huge because I'm still sometimes I really cannot get over the size of the PS Five. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of that, so how? Tell me your first reaction when you opened the box. What, what was? Because we we saw how we saw how big it was in you know pictures, but it, the pictures really don't do this thing any justice. When you open the box, like it's it's a monster. It's it's a monster. So what was your first reaction when you opened the box? Well, I got it in the mail, so um, I was waiting all day for the the post guy to come, and mm-hmm. uh, he comes this box because it had a box over the ps5 box so it had this brown box Mm -hmm. it was massive and he hands it to me and i'm going holy crap so i'm carrying this thing back to my apartment from the door and i crack that thing open and i'm like the ps5 box itself is also huge yes holy crap um rip it open and i just couldn't believe how heavy it was like i knew the size roughly but Mm -hmm. actually holding it in my hands it just is such a solid piece of technology but it's also so heavy um and taking my ps4 out of the entertainment stand it's so light it's just this little square Mm -hmm. and replacing it with this behemoth i actually can't put it in my entertainment center it's just it's not going to ventilate properly it's just that big Mm -hmm. so i have to have it uh vertically 
next to my TV. And looking at that next to the Series S and the Switch, <laughs> it's just <laughs> it, it's insane. So love the design, but yeah, I was floored when I actually opened it up. It was just like this huge, huge thing. And uh, I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this. So uh, luckily the stand isn't too hard to put on. I've just got it stood up now. Yeah. I think that's the, that's definitely the way to, to go. Like I, I had it under, I had my PS5 under the, um, the TV stand and it, I just, I had to do it vertical. It, it looks so much better. It vertical. Does. Especially like the it's meant to be stood up, it looks yes. like laying down, yeah. Yes, yes. And believe it or not, I actually we're talking about how much it weighs. Believe it or not, this is not Sony's heaviest console. Yeah, the, the three was the original three was the heaviest, wasn't it? Yes, and if I'm not mistaken, that thing weighed like eleven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That is so and the PS5 would weigh like I think it's like a little under seven. Like the PSG was uh I never got a chance to have like an original original like launch PS3. But it it, it was a monster and I just I'm hideous too. It it, <laughs> it was I the slim I actually I actually like. I actually yeah. like the look of the slim, but it, it it was pretty pretty hideous, and even the redesign of the third model was I I, I can't stand that grill look. Is oh, is that the one that had the the disc uh, cover that like slid back and forth? Yeah, is oh, I hated it. Yeah, I seen I seen one in person. I was you. I told my friend you need to throw that in. I wanted to go out like and get him a slim. Cheapest, yeah, it was the cheapest piece of plastic he could find. Okay. So, um, we talked about the console. Um, so games wise, yeah. Um, so how are you feeling about this first year with um, with the PS Five? Because I mean, this is a, a topic right now in the gaming community of a lot of people saying some people saying more so Xbox uh, guys <laughs> are saying that um, Sony hasn't had a good first year and. That's so what is your take yeah they they have if you um so if we were to start the the year from when it came out so let's Mm -hmm. say we've still got a couple months to go Mm -hmm. um it's to me the best first year in a long time like let's start at the beginning you get assassin's creed right off the bat you get a new call of duty right off the bat that had haptic features it had the ray tracing it had all that stuff mm-hmm. um say what you will about cyberpunk i know divisive but that's another big title that came out then you've got demon souls returnal ratchet and clank resident evil like if you're going first and third party one of my favorite years ever in gaming just so many great games but if you mm-hmm. even narrow it down to just their like first party offerings, Demon Souls, Returnal, Ratchet, Deathloop, like there's still uh, Miles Morales. Obviously, I can't believe I didn't name Miles Morales. Just <laughs> such an amazing game. And then mm-hmm. remastered Spider-Man. Just an incredible first year. Like think think back to when the PS4 came out. It was pretty dry. Mm-hmm. That first, yes. 
first little while on the PS4, it was not that great. Um, so I think this is a huge step ahead of that. I also I also agree. It's it's really been it it has been a really good. Even though I got no, I got mine in March. It has been a really really good first year. Like I said, I, I mean I'm late to the Demon Souls party, but um, I really I'll, I I mean like I'm not very good at Returnal, but I've really just I mean no matter how many times I die in the game, I still you know go and try and uh. You know, yeah. beat the boss or do do different things in the game. Um, I, like I said, RE Village is definitely like you know my game of the year. Um, Ryzen and Clank looks really good. We definitely we getting a Far Cry, a new Far Cry game. We're getting yeah. Alan Wake remastered. We're getting we're getting. I mean, say what you will about it. A lot of people um said it doesn't look good, but I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm I'm not sure if it's like too too late for the IP because Guardians of the Galaxy One was really big. Yeah. It it does feel a little late, but I think it's still I think it's still like can gain some traction if it's if the reviews are like really good. I think a lot of people will probably will probably hop on it. Yeah. And um, and even even with that, we still. We're getting a new another. Well, I don't think the Call of Duty is doing too good, but you got another Call of Duty coming. It's just so much in this first year, and like you said, that PS4 and really for the Xbox One back then. I mean, we really wasn't getting too too much that first year. It was dry. It was mm-hmm. honestly, it was a bad first year for both mm-hmm. of those machines. So, I think PS5 has been the best first year since that I can remember for a long time. So I, mm-hmm. I think it's just people are so accustomed now to that, uh, the quality of games and the frequency of games that maybe it does feel like it's been kind of plain. But if you look back it, historically, first years are pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've been very lucky. Uh, still got Battlefield. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's lots coming out. Uh, Kena comes out next week. Like it's mm-hmm. just been... Uh, constant flow of good games i can't believe that people like you said i can't believe people are like i said stating that because like said, we already talked about the ps4 and like you said you can't even remember and i remember the ps3 like we we didn't even if i got my ps3 late but i know for a fact nothing really came out of importance until like 2009 <laughs> yeah no it's true like on <laughs> uncharted um i think most people were just playing resistance on their ps3 that was like the game right so yeah and no no offense to resistance but um with ps4 we were playing knack and mm, a uh, bunch of games that were coming out on previous consoles like black mm-hmm. flag and ghosts and yeah. um i think the biggest game sony had for a while was like kill zone if i'm not mistaken the kill zone mm-hmm. Shadowfall. um witcher 3 was kind of that game that really kicked off for me that that next gen at the time was uh once witcher 3 came out which 2014 and then you get bloodborne mm-hmm. um then you're then you're going right but before yeah. that there wasn't much 
Exactly. And so with the future, we just got our, we just talked about the first year. So the future of PlayStation, um, we just got the showcase. So I, I guess you know, we can end things on talking about the, the showcase and the future, like, yeah. you know, some things that we're going to be getting. So what was your um, initial you know, reactions about, you know, for that, that showcase? Because a lot of people were, it seems a little, some people were in, it, it, it seems really, the, I mean, a majority of the PlayStation guys were up in arms about it. We, everybody was pretty, you know, high on it. Yeah. Um, but you got a lot of people that were like, oh, no, we've seen, uh, we, we knew a bunch of these were coming. You know, the only surprise we, we really got was Wolverine. Yeah. So what, what were your thoughts on the showcase? Uh, I, I loved it. I think so, uh, Sony events just seem to hit different. Uh, I, I think I tweeted that at the time. Like, it just hits different. It just mm. feels big. Um, and I, I kind of get what people were saying. Like, it was very superhero heavy. You've got Spider-Man, you got Wolverine. And if you're not into that, sure, maybe you're, you're not too excited um but i think people are not realizing how big it is that insomniac has been trusted with another marvel franchise Mm -hmm. a big one wolverine is just he's up there with everyone like all the top tier superheroes right when you're talking popularity oh definitely that's a huge reveal that's gonna bring people to playstation it's gonna do it's got that Spider-Man effect where people Spider-Man's like the biggest IP in the world right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I remember reading somewhere that Spider-Man is just the highest grossing thing globally. Like it's just such a big thing to be able to say you have exclusively on your platform. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then you add Wolverine onto that, the, the casual fans who maybe aren't going to game are going to be drawn to those. And then, They've got those heavy hitters, God of War. You've got the next Horizon. You know Naughty Dog is working on something. And I think mm-hmm. Naughty Dog are technically the best developers in the world. Mm-hmm. That What are they cooking up, right? It's just so exciting to think that you've got the stuff we know about. You've got God of War. It's going to be unreal. Horizon's going to be unreal. But you've still got those things like naughty dog in the back pocket where it's like, okay, well, what are they going to announce? Like, it's just such a great time to be a PlayStation owner. There's just nothing but great things coming out. In my opinion. I definitely agree. It's just, it's, it just sucks that, um, you know, like we get this great, um, I mean, the middle of it wasn't that good. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I don't even remember some of the stuff that was in the middle. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I agree with um, a lot of people, but it's just it's wild to think about that people are saying that we um like just downplaying the amount of like things that we're getting, and like I said, it's a little exciting because. You know, usually we really we, we know what all of Sony doesn't have that many studios. Yeah, Microsoft definitely has the abundance of studios, right. but so we usually know what Sony's um, studios are pretty much working on, and 
you know, we don't we don't know what sucker punch is coming coming up sucker with next. Punch. Yeah, I can't even believe I left those guys out. Like that's like, crazy. Is 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 this crazy that we have I mean I wish Media Molecule would actually make a game. But yeah. um, um and so I I guess I, I really do want to ask this question. So I know you said that um you think you know Naughty Dog is I think it's probably universal. Uh, a lot of people feel like Naughty Dog is the best studio in the world. Yeah. So, but it really seems like that Insomniac is probably Sony, what well, PlayStation's most important studio, though, because don't it's really unreal that we got we got a we got Miles Morales as a launch title, we got Ratchet and Clank. Um, what if months, months after, yeah, and we're getting Sp- Spider Man 2 in uh, what a year and a half or so, probably. Yeah, and then I mean, dare I say it, we're probably gonna get Wolverine, probably what maybe 2024 at the latest 2025 because they use they it seems like they work extremely fast. Yeah, um, so would you would you kind of agree with that, or what, what are your, what is your take on me saying that? Like, they they Insomniac just might be uh, PlayStation's most important studio right now. Absolutely, they. That's the I think the thing that separates Sony and Xbox right now. It's not that Xbox doesn't have those great studios and that they don't have an abundance of them because they do. It's insane how many they've got. Mm-hmm. Sony, the thing that they've got going for them right now is they've got these bankable studios and IPs that they can lean on in between the big drops. So they had Insomniac MVPs of the PS5 just by a a mile. Um, Mm -hmm. Putting out Miles Morales, then Ratchet, then these other things that they're working on. They're doing this in very short windows. Like they're coming out with games frequently, high Mm -hmm. quality games working on multiple things at a time whereas you get like naughty dog they're working at one game at one time Mm -hmm. which is fine but you can wait seven or eight years for another naughty dog game because you've got studios like insomniac right so Mm -hmm. that gap doesn't feel as long Mm -hmm. whereas with microsoft unfortunately no offense to 343 look at how long it's taken them to make these halo games mm-hmm. their consoles launched without any real big exclusive titles um so they are getting quality stuff but they're just not able to make it as quickly it seems um so insomniac has been hands down that mvp they're tiding us over for that god of war and horizon year They've, mm-hmm. they've propped up the PS5 just with their output and their quality alone. Um, I'd like to see more of that from Xbox where you're not going eight months without a big release. Mm-hmm. And I know Infinite was supposed to come out with the console, but when you look at the series launch to now, they haven't had those, those big AAA releases. So I think Sony's, they can lean on those studios like Insomniac. Yeah. Definitely agree. Um so my last question and um then we can wrap things up. Yep. My last question is uh, 
So I know you 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 love um you really like shooters. Yeah. Um do you wish um or is the fact that um that Xbox is so shooter heavy mm-hmm. um do you wish that PlayStation kind of like you can get a really big um high budget AAA shooter from Sony first party studios or are you okay with you know, just having those on Xbox. What is your take on 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 that? Yeah, I I would. I think that's that's something even the most hardcore Sony fans have to admit. Um, mm-hmm. They've they've abandoned their their FPS games. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking 2014 for the last Killzone, and uh, Resistance is just gone. Um, so those are two big exclusives that they just have have left behind. Um, or has Microsoft stayed really true to Halo and Gears? So mm-hmm. um, I, I would love to see that because we know the talents there, we know the budgets there. Um, mm. It's just they've really cornered that market on the third person games, which is mm. I, I love them. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'd love to see them really and that's why i was so drawn to death loop because uh, it's a first person shooter i know mm-hmm. it's not the typical first person shooter but it still feels fresh mm-hmm. in that sony ecosystem so um yeah i'd love to see them pick up one of those um one of those two franchises and just kind of see what happens and, and boot those back up again but i think the biggest problem with shooters is the market is so heavily dominated by those key players when you look Mm -hmm. at fortnite call of duty um it's hard not to get cannibalized by those two games like those games are just eat up such a big part of the market that Mm -hmm. maybe they're looking at it and saying can we make a dent in that market with those games just never ending and continually bringing in players so i don't know if if they would do as well as they did back in the day. Um, I, so the good, the good thing, you good thing you brought up Killzone and, and Resistance because I, I have, I, I'm very limited with Killzone. I'm even more limited with Resistance because I mean, I own them on PS3, but I would be out of my mind to go back and play them on, on that yeah. console. Yeah. Um, so like, I know I said that was the last question, but would you want to? We know we're not getting killed. I don't think we're getting a kill zone because they literally shut down the website. So yeah. I don't think we're getting a kill zone. But we know we we semi know that Gorilla is secretly working on a shooter. Yeah. Um. So what would you want to basically see from them or would you want to see Insomniac? Do you want to see Insomniac return to resistance or do you want to see like maybe a new IP from this Gorilla um, studio? Because I'm not sure they got a director. He He's he's like really heavy into a uh, first person shooters. He directed. Um, okay. I'm not really I'm not totally. He directed like a really big first person shooter and they hired him at Gorilla. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they definitely have two teams at Gorilla. One, I'm pretty sure everybody is like probably on like full force working on Forbidden West. 
but um, yeah. we know a first a I don't know if it's first first person shooter or what, but we know a multiplayer shooter is happening at Gorilla. But um, so would you want to see like a new IP from them, or would you rather, you know, Sony go back to hand the reins to Somniac for Resistance? But it seems like they already have so much going on that we probably wouldn't see a Resistance game until what twenty thirty. <laughs> yeah, they're they're so busy that I I think they're they're done with, um, at least Insomniac would be done with that because I assume they're gonna follow up with another Ratchet game. Um, then you've got these Spider Man Wolverine. Um, uh, Killzone is done. I, mm-hmm. I don't doubt that. I think I don't think that's coming back. What I would like. I, or what I think will happen is I think you get a Killzone remaster, or sorry, not Killzone. I think you get a Resistance remastered or remake, oh, no. um, which you could give to someone else um, and, and test the water. If that thing sells like crazy, then you know there's the market for it. Um, I, I think we could see a remaster of those, but I'd love to see a new IP to answer your question. I think... Mm-hmm. We've seen Gorilla create this new IP in Horizon and just take off like crazy. Like, think about that. They went from Killzone to Horizon. What a jump that is. Mm-hmm. Um, in tone and in going from a first person to third person, open world to linear. Um, I think it's time for a new IP. I just, I don't know what that is because mm-hmm. we've seen so many shooters just come and go and just die because they get eaten alive out there. So um, I think the most we'll get is, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Resistance remastered, but I don't know. I, I'd i love it, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon to get a new IP FPS, mm. unfortunately. Yeah, we um, uh, just to, uh, for correction on my part, um, they, they hired a, Gorilla hired a bunch of people and the director of um, Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they they hired them. So, I mean, they're cooking up something. So, hopefully, you know, Sony can continue expanding their, you know, portfolio. They, I, I mean, I do agree um, that they need, they need to, you know, broaden uh, the horizons, of, uh, horizons a, a, a bit more because I mean, I, they definitely I, have a type. Like, you yeah. know, you kind of know uh, they have a type of game, right? So mm-hmm. an FPS really freshens up that lineup. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm super happy you came on. Thank you for coming on and talking to me. Um, Thank you, This man. was yeah. an awesome, awesome conversation. And, I mean, hopefully we can do more of these in the future if you're up for it. Yeah, any any time. Um, I'm always down to talk games. So, mm. um, if I just give me a little bit of advance notice, and I'll mm-hmm. make time for it for sure. Absolutely. Sure thing. Sure thing. So, anything you would like to end with? I mean, you want to let you know people know some things that maybe you're doing. I know. I I remember when I first got on. Well, I first started like really, really using Twitter. Um, I remember you saying, you. I know you had said that you really didn't care for like watching people <laughs> watching people yeah. play games, <laughs> but um, I know anything else like people follow you on Twitter. You plugged it earlier. You can plug it again. Whatever you would like to end with, your yeah. floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, um, at methodical with an A one o one eight. 
Um, I'm just usually on there talking about games and sharing my screenshots and, and just kind of keeping up with, with everything that's going on. I love interacting with people. So if you want to give me a follow, uh, I'm always down to interact with new people. Um, as far as if I'm doing anything different, uh, I've, I've thought about getting into streaming and stuff like that. I just, it's always been this battle because gaming's been kind of like my me time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, do same. I really want to really let other people into that window? I think if, um, uh, you know, there's been some, some chatter about maybe trying to get some more podcasts off the ground, mm-hmm. um, get some, uh, videos going maybe some analysis videos um some news videos so it's definitely stuff i'm thinking about now that i'm finished school so uh if if i do uh come up with anything i'll definitely let you know and um and right now it's just doing stuff like this i love doing stuff like this so uh, anytime you want to have me on I'm, i'm more than happy to come chat so Awesome, awesome. That's it. Thank you again, and thank you guys for listening to uh, this episode. I think we're on like on episode like thirty five. I can't. I really, really can't. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, thirty five. So, um, I said thank you again for coming on, and um, thank you guys again for listening. And um, I, I kind of, it's like a running joke on the podcast because. Uh, I mean, this is just a hobby, something that I like to do. I'm not trying to be like a professional podcaster yeah. or anything. And um, so I always joke about, you know, I tell artists, see you guys in a few weeks or a month. It, it, it just <laughs> depends. It just depends. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, the job and, you know, the wife and everything. So, but definitely, we definitely, I definitely want to have you on again um, and we'll, one day we'll work that out time calls and you know i'll let you know and that's pretty much it so i'll i'll talk to you on twitter all right (laughs) all right peace thank you again you too all right bye yeah